witches. I'm Felicia. And I'm Holly. Join us as we embark on a journey to discover the ins and outs of witchcraft and what it means to be a witch in today's world. Grab your grimoires, your crystals, and a hot cup of tea, and let's get get spooky. Hi, Felicia. Hey, Holly. How's it going? Good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing really good. <laughs> doing really good. I got to go out to my wedding venue Ooh. for the first time. Got to finally see it in person. Nice. It's lush as fuck. Beautiful. Bougie ass. Bish. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. When I saw it online, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, like it's pretty bougie and I love it. But then I went and saw it in person and I was like, <laughs> I'm a little extravagant. <laughs> But I love it. So it's nice. It's nice to not have to go to your wedding venue and be like, oh, fuck, how much money did I pay for this? Yeah. 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 Exactly. I think we are going to enjoy it. That's good. You're going to love it. I'm excited. I can't wait. (laughs) I've, uh, I've, I've bought this book that's called Burn After Writing. Okay. And it's basically, it's a, it's a lot of like, um, writing prompts and you write in the book and yeah, like yeah. you wreck this book kind of thing. Oh. And then you write in the book and then once you're done writing it, you can burn it or you can hold on to it and like return to it in a few years time. Oh, cool. So I'm actually going to use that to kind of work on like maybe start trying to do some shadow work a little bit, oh. like working on myself and girl. And <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. I'll let you know how that goes. I just got it. I'm just kind of getting started on yeah, it. Yeah, so. keep me posted. That's super cool. Where'd you get it? <laughs> I got it at Shoppers Drug Mart yeah, for 25% off too. And Dude, like, the, okay. I okay. don't know if it's just because I never looked for it prior to like starting this whole journey, but there yeah. is witch shit everywhere. Oh yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Like I always thought it was this very like, um, I thought it was this like almost like a club that you had to be a part of in order to like, or you have to go to these like, you have to be given the these path. things yeah, off the beaten path. And it's going to be these like weird little like eclectic shops that and then you go to like chapters and you're like oh no there's just a whole aisle yeah. at chapters never mind yeah I'm wrong fine. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool <laughs> yeah keep me posted on how it, how it goes and like yeah. maybe some of the stuff that you're doing if you're you know open to sharing yeah yeah well, yeah so shadow work is basically just like working on yourself right like working okay. on your own shadow i think is oh like, really yeah so i definitely thought it was more to do with like working with the shadows yes yeah no it's not that it is working okay. on yourself and kind of like peering into yourself i think so that's fucking cool yeah tell can... me if you like it because like if it works for you i might yeah might try it as well that's really yeah. cool we might do an episode on shadow work in the future here too because yeah because i clearly don't know shit about it <laughs> which is fine <laughs> We that's why learning here. that's why we have this podcast <laughs> <laughs> it's to learn things <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah anything else you have any other things oh we forgot to mention it last episode but um we hit our 500 oh yeah we hit our 500 downloads before Woo! the end of this month which is like fucking thank you guys like we're so happy to have you here just take a minute to like really appreciate you guys because I know as corny as this fucking sounds, it's like everything that Holly and I had hoped for and that we've been working hard on. And like we put a lot of time and a lot of energy into these episodes and making sure the sound quality is good and making sure the content is good and making sure that, you know, the Instagram page is like, you know, active and trying to get you guys involved and just to be able to hit that 500 downloads and know that like, what we're doing has meaning and it's working in a sense is like super rewarding and fulfilling and what's a podcast without its listeners Uh, truly truly like i mean honestly some of the podcasts that i have been following for years some of my favorite things about those podcasts are like the fan groups or listener groups that are cultivated out of it and like finding like-minded people and so it's just really cool to know that there's like a group of people out there that like give a shit yeah exactly (laughs) like what we're doing (laughs) and that like all of this energy because the thing is is like holly and i both have full-time jobs where we they're not like we don't sit on our ass and twiddle our thumbs all day like we have demanding jobs and we have other things going on i you know holly is busy with her home and her life and ditto and it's yeah so it's just it's nice to know that like all of this work that we're doing is meaningful to somebody other than just us it's being it's being received by people exactly yeah so thank you guys so much we love you awesome
<laughs> yeah i had a great time last week as well with kaylee on the podcast yeah it was so fun it was a good time i think that it might become like a reoccurring thing to have like a guest even, yeah even if it's not like interview style the way that we did the just kaylee did it yeah, yeah just did with kaylee but even just to have like that third person maybe come in on an episode and teach us something yeah 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 i think that's definitely or something learn with we'll us be open in some to way. in the future here yeah definitely cool thanks again kaylee we love you we know you're <laughs> listening right now <laughs> We had so much fun yeah a blast a blast that's not the last time you will be on this podcast girl i promise you that yeah absolutely not absolutely not the last time enjoy your car ride because we know you listen in the car <laughs> drive safe yeah anyways nice all right let's get into it for the week holly what are we doing so this week we're going to talk about deity work oh hell yeah or sometimes referred to as spirit work okay so uh, spirit work and deity work are terms that describe the act of forming relationships with spirits and deities or okay. gods. Okay. So a deity or a god mm-hmm. is a supernatural being that is considered to be divine or sacred. Okay. Interesting. They typically have powers greater than that of humans mm-hmm. um, and they interact with humans either positively or negatively. Okay. So is is deity synonymous with God? Like, is it kind of like yeah, the same... different words for, for the, same the same thing. thing. Like yeah, okay. gods, goddesses, deities. Cool. Uh, so t- deities can be recognized, actually, in almost all religions in the world. Yeah. So sometimes in just just one deity, like a monotheistic religion. Yeah. So like, for example, like Christianity, Christianity is yeah. one god, right? Yeah. Um, or multiple, like polytheistic. So like, like something like Hinduism. Or um, like Greek yes okay yeah yeah having multiple gods or deities or divine rulers exactly yeah cool so like you so eloquently taught us in our egyptian episode exactly (laughs) exactly yeah so who who can practice deity work and worship right so sometimes they worship sometimes they work with the deities okay and technically anyone can okay um, many Christians practice deity worship by going to church every Sunday. Makes sense. And behaving in a way to placate their God, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Living by the commandments. Exactly. Essentially. Exactly. Yeah. While they may not communicate with God directly. Well, actually some do by praying, right? Yep. So I, in my opinion, I would definitely look at that and I see deity worship in that. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, many witches and pagan followers work with deities, but not all. You don't have to work with the deity to be a witch. Yeah. But a lot of people do. That? Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. There are major differences between working with deities in the pagan sense versus wor- worshiping deities in the Christian sense. Whereas in Christianity, a God-devotee relationship is that of more of a Lord-servant dynamic, right? You're serving Makes your sense. God. You're working for your God, right? Yeah. But when it comes to paganism, not all devotees or even deities want that kind of relationship. Okay. Well, that's because deity relationships work the same way as human relationships. Yeah. Mutual on both sides. Well, they can take on any dynamic. Yeah. Right? So they can be healthy or unhealthy and they begin and sometimes they end. Okay. In Christianity, God is seen as both a paragon to live up to mm-hmm. and a being to please, right? So like, mm, like yes. you focus your whole life to please them and live up to the, their standards, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but like... For example, in Norse paganism, deities represent human behavior taken to larger than life proportions. What do you mean? Like, like deities, like when you say it's taken, like takes the human behavior to like, uh, how did you state it? So in Norse paganism, deities represent human behavior taken to larger than life proportions. So, okay. So deities, they have their faults. They have their, they they are free of faults. Yeah. Okay. I see yeah. what you mean. I sorry. I thought it. I thought you meant like the deities were like a personification of human behavior, not yeah. that they exemplified human yeah, behavior, no. but on a larger scale. Yeah. That, okay. That makes more sense. That's how I understood. It yes. Anyways. Absolutely. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah. They're not like so divine that they are not capable of making mistakes or having faults exactly. or or having yeah. character flaws. If exactly. You will. Okay. Makes sense. And therefore. Um, they're figures that we can relate to, right? Because they yes. have these faults. We can relate to them. Yeah. Easier um, than we can. Because I'll tell you this, like just from a personal perspective, like when I first started studying witchcraft, I battled with the idea that I was going to go to hell. 
Yeah. For a while. Yeah. Like, I definitely thought that because I even see it on Facebook. I was literally scrolling through Facebook the other day and it was like this like pastor or preacher was like expelling this woman of a demon that was said to be put on her by witchcraft because she had made a pact in junior high and it was like this whole witchcraft thing and and it was like this whole page basically like making witchcraft so evil and like it was like she had invited this like unholy spirit or demonic spirit into her via witchcraft via witchcraft right and it's things like that that like I I struggled where I was like, am I, because I grew up as a Christian. My family are all Christians. And I was like, am I going to burn in hell for eternity? Because I am interested in, and then I was like, and then I came to the term, the, the, the thing where I was like, no, I'm not, because it's not like I have given up on my Christian, my Christian background. Exactly. And it's not like I, like I know I am not worshiping Satan I am not doing demon work I am not working with like evil or malevolent spirits I'm not like I'm literally my form of magic is like working with this planet that Mm -hmm. is said that God has given to us no exactly right so I was like but I understand like struggling with this whole idea of like this God that I've been told about my whole life is so divine and like you know, it was said that it was his son was given for our our sin, right? Like, yeah. and that I am like born into sin and I'm a sinful person and like all of these things. And I struggled so hard with like losing that sense of perfection. Yeah. So I can see how like Norris gods or even like Greek gods are a lot more relatable. Because they have their imperfections. Because as well. they have imperfection as well. Yeah. Whereas like Christ and God and the Holy Spirit are said to be like, perfection personified which is like (laughs) not possible to live up to (laughs) no it's not no so if deity relationships don't always have a lord servant dynamic Mm -hmm. then what dynamics do they have okay yeah um some examples can include like a teacher student a parent child oh interesting artist and muse makes sense or familial friends and sometimes even lovers really yeah wow yeah interesting so so these dynamics though they're not forced and they instead grow from the collaboration of both the deity and the devotee yeah reciprocal and mutual exactly yeah exactly yeah so these deities can be powerful resources for guiding you through your life's journey Mm -hmm. and providing guidance to you as you work your craft Okay. So if you feel like as though you're stuck in something, you could look to this deity to help move forward. Exactly. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. You should, however, be careful when working with deities as not all of them will have your best interests at heart. Mm. So... which is such a misconception because i think like the divine are seen as these like yes lovely loving they're so perfect well they're divine right yeah yeah, yeah. so perfect people and they they don't harness evil in them and but gods are complex and they have both light and dark at their core yeah and some more than others (laughs) you know have more dark than others yeah it makes sense and sometimes malevolent spirits will try and trick us into believing that they're a deity or even an ancestor so when you're working with deities make sure you're going with your intuition if it doesn't feel right trust your gut probably not right yeah trust yourself yeah exactly oh that fucking spooky that's spooky (laughs) (laughs) oh shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah i just got the full body heebie-jeebies i literally if i had leg hair right now it would be standing (laughs) so so then you got to think of like well how do you choose a deity to work with yeah right really how How do do you you? there's so many there's thousands yeah thousands of deities out there if you look at all the different pantheons you know you've got greek you've got norse you've got celtic you've got egyptian egyptian you've got african you've got haitian like there are yeah so many just think of how many gods exist yeah right in In terms of what's believed yes right yeah thousands so So many how do you how do you choose one yeah um can you only choose one nope you can work with multiple if you would like to okay typically someone will have like a patron or a matron 
oh. god that they work with. If you're uh, Wiccan, you'll have both a patron and a matron deity. Okay. Um, I read this, but I didn't write it down. <laughs> I know <laughs> what you're talking about. It's like mother goddess and, and father, father god or something, or something like, that. like that. Yeah. Yep. That is specific to Wicca, though. Yeah. So in terms of general witchcraft, you can you can work with as many deities as you can handle. Oh, fuck. None. <laughs> Which is also fine. <laughs> you don't need to work with deities if you don't want to. If it's not something that calls to you, yeah. don't do it. Yeah. Fair right? enough. It's it's not like a necessity in order no. to practice. Yeah. No, exactly. Okay, cool. So what I from what I've read, there's basically two ways to begin working with deities. Like okay. To get, get started here. Yeah. Um, in order to choose a deity, you choose a deity and you reach out to them or a deity chooses you and approaches you. Okay. So those are the two different ways forms. that you can kind of... Okay. Cool. Yeah. The gods can send signs and symbols through nature, random conversations, and mainstream media like TV, radio, books, Ooh, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And these signs will keep coming at you <laughs> until, you, until just... you realize what's happening. Okay. Like they'll keep coming for you. Okay. They may be sending you signals in the form of animals. Like, for example, Odin and Morrigan are known to be associated with crows. Oh, so, so like when Kaylee was talking about her magpies. Yeah. You constantly <laughs> see crows, then that might be a deity wanting to work with you. Okay. Some deities might take a liking to your style for the craft. For example, if kitchen witchery is your thing, a god or goddess that is more connected with the home and hearth would be good for you. Okay. So, that makes sense. For example, there's Bridget, the Celtic goddess of home and hearth. She would be a perfect match for someone that was like a, a hearth witch. witch. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. And then use the rule of three to discern if it's actually a sign right because a lot of like you know we've got our own uh, perceptions and biases yeah we have yep. our own co confirmation bias yeah um like for example like, i can look out my window right now and i see a crow like, oh fuck it's odin no it's not odin yeah probably use the rule of three if i see another two crows pop up then oh fuck maybe it is odin yeah okay <laughs> or if you see another two symbols from exactly yeah okay exactly that makes sense so just so that you're not like taking everything as a symbol exactly and it's not so receiving one sign is a coincidence two is information and typically three is confirmation okay so that's confirming like that's a sign from whatever power is seeking you yeah on the flip side when you want to choose a de deity to approach takes some more effort okay <laughs> okay you should make a conscious effort to research the various pantheons and their lore and their respective deities and then choose one that you connect with. Makes sense. So it can take a lot of time. Like, for example, when we talked about Egyptian lore, mm -hmm. right? Oh, my goodness. That took a while. That was a long episode. It was yeah. two episodes. Two. One episode? I think it was two. I don't know. One or two. Yeah. It was a long time yeah. to go over all of the gods and goddesses. Yes. And that's just for one pantheon. Yeah. Right? It's so, <laughs> so crazy. It and there's many more. Right? Well, and the thing too is, is like, I feel like even though you, you did so much research for that episode and I still didn't and have I enough. And I feel like we scratched the surface yeah, we of did not what go in depth Egyptian deities are. Yeah, exactly. So like maybe like research the Pantheon. Yeah. And find then, a Pantheon that you're interested in. And then start doing your research there. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So That's I would definitely. Yeah, it's a huge undertaking to try and figure out mm -hmm. who you want to work with. Yeah. Oh, exactly. If there are myths and legends of the pantheon that your gods belong to, so mm -hmm. study these stories. Like if you're interested in Greek gods, mm -hmm. get into the Homeric hymns. Yes. Or if you're interested in Norse gods, get into the Poetic Edda, where Ooh. you can read about their mythology, their their, their lore stories, and their stories. Yeah. Get familiar with it. Yeah. Because you're going to you're need building to know a relationship. It. Yeah. Right. You need yeah. to be familiar. It's the same thing as like a, you know, you think of like, like we were saying, like that friend, it could have that friendship dynamic or it could have that mentor mentee kind of dynamic. Exactly. You would never enter into one of those relationships without knowing something about the exactly. other end of that relationship. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So you have to, you have to treat it like a relationship, not just a, oh yeah, I can pick it because I can. And I'm going to say that I'm doing it because I can, but like really fully 
understand what you're getting yourself into. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because not all gods and goddesses are the same. So Absolutely it's, not. it's really important to take the time to get to know the ones that you're working with mm -hmm. and research what their name means, who venerated them in ancient times yeah. and where their sacred temples were. Ooh, like really get to know them, get to know about their history and everything that goes along with that. Yeah. Some people will be especially connected with a god and that would be their patron or matron deity. Okay. So, yeah, that'll be the deity that that patron person. is most connected to. Makes sense. That deity will play a special role in that person's life, and, it, and it'll go beyond a standard devotional relationship. Ooh, interesting. So a patron or matron will be a deity's go-to for protection, guidance, and comfort, no matter what attributes that deity has. Okay, makes sense. Right? right? So if you're in a situation where, like, I'm just going to relate this back to Christianity because that's yeah, what I'm familiar that's with. That's what you're familiar with. Absolutely. So, like I remember as a kid when I was really, really scared of say like the dark or, or something, I used to say this over and over in my head and I don't know what it was, but it made me feel better. And I was always like, in the house of God, fear no evil. In the house yeah. of God, fear no evil. They protect you. And I would just say it over and over and it, it would make me feel better. And I felt like nothing could hurt me mm -hmm. if I was saying that. Mm -hmm. Right. Or like I had so many of those little things that I used to say to make myself feel protected. And I think that's kind of what yep. you're nodding to here is exactly. like understand these people and that's who you're going to for comfort. And yeah, if you're feeling like, you know, where you're, you know, heavy hearted or, or something, you can reach out exactly. to that matron or patron. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. That's Isn't that really cool? cool. That is really cool. Right. So deity work, although you said that you're not interested, I think once we're done here, I think you might be. See, here's I the thing. I <laughs> I am interested. How Who's do I to put say this? You can't work with a Christian deity. Yeah. Because it's not. Here's the thing. Christian may be monotheistic as in terms of religion, but they still have deities. Like you've got your archangels. Yeah. Archangels, patron saints, all sorts of different things that you could potentially reach out to and work with if you wanted to. Yeah. Right? Fair enough. So, yeah. And it's not that I'm not. Uh, maybe I should rephrase it. It's not that I'm not interested in deity work. It's just that I think, again, I'm having this like internal struggle with wall, like, yeah. well, yeah, I'm having an internal struggle with my like religion that I grew up with. I spent my whole life thinking I was going to go to hell if I didn't believe in God. Yeah. Like, and, and, now and not just like a little bit. Like, I've had my father like almost in tears fearing for my immortal soul and like yeah. when you see your father like that and it makes you're like, you a little oh, concerned fuck. yeah yeah so i mean like i have this like internal struggle with like i'm super interested in the deities and i love learning their history and i love learning about them but then yeah. i'm also like well if i like it's a sin in christianity to pray to any other god like it is like an immortal sin to do so yeah so it's like <laughs> I uh, I think I need to figure this out on my own first. Yeah, <laughs> you know? well, and that's what I mean, though. You like working definitely... with Christian deities. I see yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, then I don't thing. have to worry. <laughs> well, even if you wanted to, like, say, work with Eve. Yes. Right. In terms of mother. I guess God, I never even God thought about God. it like that. I guess I I've never put it in the perspective of like if you're staying within the realm it's a pantheon at the yeah. end of the day yeah yeah interesting yep. i guess i've actually never thought about it like that yeah <sighs> mind blown <laughs> eve tended to the first garden yes <laughs> that's what i mean have i ever told you my my whole theory that earth is actually kaylee and i talked about this but uh that earth is the garden of uh of eden yes thank you oh, okay yeah yeah that earth is the garden of eden that we were never casted from it but like all protection was removed from it Oh, I can see that. Because like every description of the Garden of Eden is 100% how the earth is. Yeah. But Crazy. do you think they pulled the description of the Garden of Eden from what they saw? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Like, yeah. But I mean, like if you're believing in the whole, like yeah, the entirety yeah. of, of Christianity and that like God made the earth and blah, blah, blah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then okay. it was like the whole idea that we were never actually cast from the Garden of Eden. We're still living in it. It's just that Satan now has access to it, if hmm. you will. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's a whole theory I have. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Like I, had, I had this whole theory with my dad. I had like called him and I was like, I have this theory about like <laughs> the Garden of Eden and I have this whole theory about like you know satan yeah <laughs> my dad actually listened to it he's like that's kind of interesting <laughs> i was like yeah right <laughs> if i was satan that's how i would do it <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so now we kind of know what a deity is, how you find your deity. Right? Yeah. Now that we know what they are, how do you work with a deity? Mm-hmm. Right? So like, what is working with a deity? Yeah. Relationships with deities are a lot like our tangible relationships with others. Mm-hmm. So like I said earlier, there can be healthy and unhealthy relationships in both, of course. I just want to give you examples of what a healthy deity relationship would okay. involve. Yeah. And what an unhealthy relationship would be. Yeah. A healthy deity relationship will involve consent. Yeah. Clear communication, mutual understanding, and respect for boundaries. Uh, from both sides. From both sides. Makes exactly. Okay. An unhealthy relationship will involve control tactics, mm-hmm. non-consensual actions, mm-hmm. fear tactics, including intimidation and threats, and manipulative behavior. Of course. Yeah. So if you have a deity that's coming through with manipulative behavior or fear tactics or... I'm going to do this to somebody you you love if you don't do this. Exactly. Trying to force you to do something that you're not comfortable with. That's not a a healthy relationship. You Mm -mm. should be performing a banishing to get rid of that. Yeah. That makes sense. not for you. That's crazy. I couldn't like, I guess it's almost like welcoming in a spirit, if you will. Right. Like the way I'm thinking about it is like, how do you then cut that tie? There's, there's multiple different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Very interesting. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. I think that's what freaks me out about the idea of having to do a having it, yeah like having like creating this I guess spiritual connection with something yeah. right because it is spiritual right it and is, it's something definitely. that that I myself am going to feel alone mm-hmm. whether that is a healthy or unhealthy relationship I'm kind of um waiting in the water by myself if exactly you will. Yeah. and I guess it, it's also like, how do you, how do you identify or are you capable of identifying when, if, if, and when it turns from healthy to unhealthy? Exactly. Oh, yeah. oh, spooky. I mean, but that's <laughs> like with any other relationship though. I guess. Really? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's with any relationship. So once you've connected with a deity, you need to form methods of communication. If you want to keep an open communication, you got to figure out how you're talking to each other. Yep. Um, this can be achieved through your dreams or through divination like dice, tarot, yep. runes, cardamancy. Yeah. You can also use your clair senses, which we talked about yep. last time where, you know, you've got your freaking senses. Yeah. That like There's, clairvoyancy yeah, almost. There was yeah. all the clairs yes. that I didn't go over, but there was a whole <laughs> bunch of clairs yeah. using those. Yeah. <laughs> Use those things. Yeah. <laughs> As well as even through meditation. So a lot of people will pick a deity and then meditate on that deity. And, and that's where that's where I am. Like, I love meditation. Yeah. Like, I have recently got into meditation to try and help, like, control my anxiety. Yeah. And I love meditating. Like, I, have you if ever I, had any thing yes. come to you in your meditation? Multiple times. So think on that. Yeah. <laughs> It's a little spooky. The last time, honestly, just not to get into it too much, but the last time I meditated, like I had a spiritual connection with something. I don't know what it was, but I had a spiritual connection. And then I do believe that it manifested in a physical way because my home felt very foreign to me. And like, you know, this, like, what did you see? Like, what did you feel? It was just like, okay. So it was like, I was meditating. And when I meditate, I listen to very like, calming instrumental music to try and like help clear my senses disassociate and yeah so and and so i've been practicing this like disassociation from my body in the sense of like trying so what i'll do is i'll i'll try and feel my like toenails or my fingernails growing and i like focus on seeing if i can feel the sense of my like nails growing Mm -hmm. yeah and or like my hair growing and it helps kind of like disconnect me from my body in a way and the other day i was meditating and I got really, really hot out of nowhere, like yeah. full body, like sweating. And you know me, I don't sweat. No, I'll, I, like rarely ever. And I'm a warm person to begin with. And I got like super hot, like almost uncomfortably hot. And then like I have, I don't know if I would call them visions, but I have these like, I see things in my mind eye, okay. my mind's eye yeah. when I meditate and sometimes like i'll ask questions and try and see if i can just kind of come to a solution on my own if you will okay all of a sudden it was like everything got really bright it was like super super bright and i could see like figures moving as though it was almost like it was almost like the aurora borealis where you can it almost looks like there's figures moving but i think it was like light or like people from behind a yeah from like like behind a curtain curtain. yeah yes 
and it freaked me the fuck out and then it was like i could hear things like it was like almost like i was having like auditory hallucinations like you were literally behind a curtain like i was literally was behind a curtain side. and there was shit going on and i could hear it and i could see it and i could feel it but i didn't know what the fuck it was that's wild and immediately i was trying to get myself out of it yeah right so it took me a while but i like got out of it and i felt good but then my house felt and you know this, my house is my safe space and I work really hard on trying to cleanse it and keep it and like have good energy and yeah. it's like my sanctuary. And then my house felt very foreign to me for like two days. Really? Yeah. So I did like a bit of a cleansing, I, w- I would call it. Yeah. Right. And it feels it feels way better now, but I haven't meditated since because I'm freaked out now. <laughs> okay. But between you, between you and I and the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> bunch of other people <laughs> yeah it was fucking freaky though it was oh literally gosh. like i was behind a curtain listening and hearing something going on behind it but i didn't know what it was that's wild yeah and i'm like i don't know if this is like i wouldn't call it astral projection no. at all see this is where i would be like i would do some protection stuff mm-hmm. and then i would do it again and i yeah. would push it farther but if it were me i would push it farther i want to see what's behind that curtain that's fair yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't know like i think i i think i just needed to get my house sorted out yeah like my physical being sorted out because like do you recognize any of the voices no I, I i didn't even recognize like nothing i didn't recognize anything it's not mm-hmm. like it and it wasn't a um i don't know if it was just like an anxious feeling that i got yeah. or like um Un, like the oh, this is unfamiliar so i don't know what is happening and i've never experienced this during meditation before yeah. but i felt almost uncomfortable and like it was like i guess like my intuition was saying like okay it's time to leave okay right so yeah. i like left and then my house felt very strange and like i didn't want to be in rooms by myself and it felt like it almost felt like i was being watched Ooh, if that makes sense okay. But not in a ma- malevolent kind of way. Like I didn't feel like, like there was something there. It felt like something was there, but I didn't feel like I was in danger. Okay. Right. Like I didn't feel like I was going to be hurt or I was in danger in any way. It just felt like something was there that I just didn't know. Yeah. And that wasn't like welcomed. I don't know. It's fucking freaky. So now that we're talking on about that. deities, like I'm like, oh, I don't know, man. I don't know if someone was trying to come through to me. But then we were talking about like mediumship and stuff and like yep. the veil. And I was like, oh, fucking. <laughs> what <is> yeah. This? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I don't fucking know, man. I'm also very new to meditation. So I yeah. also don't know if this is like something normal. And I don't, I don't know anybody else that like practices meditation in that way. Mm. Okay. I know a lot of people practice meditation in the sense of like healthy mind, healthy body. Yeah, but not in the terms of trying not to in the terms to of yeah, not in the terms of like trying to find spiritual answers in my own. Like I yeah. use it for my own healing and my own like mental health, and I don't know other people that use it in that that way. Okay. So yeah, so I think I'm gonna buy like one of those like dream books yeah. or those like meditation books. Yeah. absolutely but i definitely i wrote it in my journal i wrote my whole experience out in my journal so i don't forget anything beautiful yeah like right after i got back and i was like fucking sweating and my heart was like (laughs) like 180 bpm nothing is right yeah i was just like i gotta fucking uh, let's clean my house (laughs) (laughs) so when you're worshiping or, or working with a deity the gods all have certain things that they like and value and certain things that they don't. So in order to show a deity that you respect them and have spent time learning about them, you should be presenting them with things that they like and appreciate. Oh, makes sense. So yeah. like to give them something that they wouldn't like would be disrespectful. Dis- yes. Yeah. And would likely wind up driving them away. Makes sense. Because it shows a fundamental lack of knowledge about them. Yeah. Right? So it's like... It's like, why would you want to work with me when you know nothing about me? Exactly. Yeah. Why would I want to work with you? Yeah. Right? That's yeah. like that's like me calling you my best friend and then you bring me a banana strawberry smoothie. <laughs> like, bitch, I'm allergic. Yeah. Have a shit in yourself. <laughs> if you were constipated, i bring it to you. <laughs> you only have half. <laughs> I'll bring you a banana avocado shellfish smoothie. Oh, gross. That sounds horrible. Absolutely not. So, for example, you can worship both the goddess Persephone and the god Mars. Because I know you love your Greek gods. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't be given Mars 
an offering of pomegranate and flowers <laughs> yeah you know what i mean yeah absolutely <laughs> you just wouldn't yeah it's just it's it has just not, a, no correlation exactly at all. Yeah. why would they why would they want that they wouldn't thanks <laughs> what the fuck what the fuck am i gonna do with this yeah great <laughs> so so working with the deity is essentially it's gonna be an energy exchange yeah so you give energy to a deity via both physical and non-physical offerings Mm -hmm. and in exchange they can give you gifts that can include protection love abundance healing guidance yeah and more interesting yeah so those divine gifts yeah yeah so so cool in terms of physical offerings you can set up an altar yeah where you would leave the the offerings that you think they'd like yeah um these offerings can be anything that you think they'll like yeah so it can be food candlelight yeah incense water makes sense yeah like beverages yeah crystals artwork crafts poems yeah whatever it is yeah as long as you think they'll like them and and pertaining to them yeah in some way shape or form exactly very cool and then in terms of non-physical offerings you can uh offer them energy in terms of meditation Mm -hmm. prayer reading like you can read to your deities that you want oh cool like I've heard of people getting books like in terms of like reading their myths back to them, oh, which is kind of fun, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, hey, Odin, check this out. Look yeah. what this person wrote about well, you. Want to hear about this? Yeah. Um, singing, <laughs> dancing. Yeah, offering a vow to do something significant for them. Like, oh. say you wanted to pledge a donation mm-hmm. to a local cat sanctuary in the name of Freya oh yeah yeah i see what you're saying yeah or you're like oh i'm gonna dedicate my time with this shelter yeah as a way of giving back to honoring them oh wow that's interesting i always thought it was material items that you had to offer like you said like the water or food or flowers of some kind their favorite flower okay that's interesting yeah Yeah, Yeah. you can do all sorts yeah And, and then you can offer some type of art right like something that you've created for them as well yeah but typically it's going to be the non-physical offerings are going to be things that requires your time mm, energy so and yeah you don't have to have money you don't have to you don't even have to have a physical altar for them mm-hmm. typically yeah most would but you yeah. don't necessarily yeah. need to you do could that. have that like mind's altar exactly if you will yeah yep. you hold a place for them in your mind yeah yep. oh wow that's super cool isn't that's that neat? really cool yeah and then here's just like some more important things to remember about deity work it'll take effort mm-hmm. so you need to do research you need to learn new tools and techniques in order to work with them mm-hmm. and sharpen your clear senses and most importantly like we said last episode it takes trial and error yeah like everything with witchcraft it'll take trial and error yeah <laughs> right you, yeah you got to keep it and the thing too to remember i think is like things don't happen overnight no it's not like you're gonna set up an altar and you're like oh i've done all my research and i want freya yeah. right and i want to you know work with freya okay here's all the things that freya likes i've set up this altar blah 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 and then the next morning freya's like showing you herself in like a dream like oh hey yeah it takes time it takes effort and energy and you have to show dedication i think that's the big you have to build trust yes that's what i like any relationship you have to build trust yeah you want to keep your relationship as well between you and the deity so you shouldn't have to have someone acting as an interpreter between the two of you okay right like that's like me saying like "Mm, apollo wants to work with you yeah yeah yeah. and it's like apollo's telling you this no no you should never involve someone else in that relationship this is is why i always had an issue with like church yeah going to church is because my father is a devout christian yep and he always said to me that there is not one specific place you have to go to talk to god exactly you can talk to him whenever you want however you want in whichever format you want and you don't need some divine person if god wants to send a message to you he'll get it to you he'll get it to you no worries right like so i loved that that i never was like forced to go to church yeah and like oh you have to but i always hated the idea that like God only selected a few men to, to be yeah. to work through mm-hmm. and that you had to then listen to and them as hierarchy they, of the yeah is, no yeah I just never I was always like I don't think so because I think if like God wanted to get a message to me or talk to me or work through me in some way shape or form he would yeah he'd come to you yeah he's not like exactly. oh let me go to the priest down the street from Felicia and then hopefully this priest will find her <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so, so I like that I like not having that like <laughs> Yeah, you don't need the middleman. The middleman, exactly. exactly. So you you can, however, you can use a third party 
to help with an instance of discernment if you need to. Mm -hmm. Like, say, for example, like, I had a dream, blah, blah, blah. What do you think this dream means? Okay. Yeah. You can get others' opinions. Yes. Yeah. So, like, if you and I both worked with Freya and I was like, hey, I think... You know, I had this dream or during me- meditation, da, da, da. Yeah. What do you, what do you think this might be? Yeah. I exactly. See. Because okay. the gods aren't always straightforward. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes they don't. They don't come through. in mysterious ways. <laughs> so- <laughs> it's true, though. I mean, so, as corny as it sounds, it's yeah. true. Yeah. So sometimes they aren't going to be so blunt and telling you exactly what they want you to do. They're not going to spoon feed it right? to you. Exactly. You have to work through that yourself. Yeah. So sometimes you need help. Kind doing of so into interpreting that right yeah. if you want you can always say no mm. so just because a deity has reached out to you or wants something from you or wants you to do something doesn't mean you always have to do it for them mm-hmm. so for example in your meditation if that was a deity reaching out to you yeah. you don't have to work with them yeah fair enough if a deity is reaching out to you whatever you don't need to work with them you can just ignore it eventually it'll probably go away <laughs> just never meditate again (laughs) you know what i mean though yeah it's true yeah i don't have to if i don't want to no you don't have to um gods can be held accountable for their actions and you don't have to do anything you're not comfortable with just because they asked makes sense so again i think that goes back to that whole healthy and unhealthy exactly yeah not not to put it in term but for lack of better terminology that like slave master relationship because that's what it is like if you're like doing things not out of free will yeah that becomes very much like what i would consider manipulative relationship yeah and like slave master relationship like absolutely right where you just feel as though you have no choice or say in your physical actions or your mental action yeah fuck that absolutely not no right yep in return though gods can say no back to you fair it's a two-way street yeah right so gods are not dolls like you can't just take them out of the box and play with them whenever you know what i mean it's true they're autonomous beings and they're capable of making their own decisions yep and they don't have to give their divinity to you if they don't want to no they won't always do what you expect them to do and that's okay yeah you just need to be able to expect that and understand that accept it yeah and in the same vein incompatibility happens so sometimes a deity's personality methods and just the way they operate they may not vibe well with you like that's okay yeah. the vibes off the vibes off yeah and you don't want that kind of relationship anyways <laughs> no exactly yeah. recognize when it happens and make adjustments accordingly so this may mean like taking a break away putting some emotional distance between you and your deity yeah or even just going separate ways altogether makes sense so it's best that this can be done mutually to facilitate a healthy transition so typically you would even communicate to your deity like listen this isn't like working. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's literally a breakup. Yeah. <laughs> like break up with your deity. Yeah. <laughs> and if that doesn't work, do a banishing. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> Still spooks me, man. All right. So now that we've kind of gone through how to work with deities yeah. and like how to kind of get their attention or how to recognize if they're trying to get your attention. Yeah. I'm just gonna go over a handful of some gods that you may have heard of okay and what they like what they don't like a little bit of information about them each of them cool yeah yeah, i'm up for it that's great just a few just just to give you a whistle you know (laughs) wet your i can't do it (laughs) wet your whistle (laughs) exactly so first we've got one that you'll be familiar with is Mm -hmm. the triple goddess yeah right so for those that maybe didn't listen to that episode, Fuckers. it was it, <laughs> just kidding. It was an early one, so I wouldn't blame them. <laughs> We've come away since we then. <laughs> the triple goddess is a deity with three physical forms and no assigned face. She is known throughout the Wiccan religion, and she is normally paired with the Horn God. So, in terms of matron and patron, yep. deities would be the triple goddess and the Horn God for okay. Wicca. Yeah, I did write it down. Nice. Go me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> imagine that Look at you go you knew you did you just didn't know where (laughs) (laughs) the triple goddess represents the three phases of a woman's life as well as the three moon phases Mm -hmm. what are they so the three phases is the like the child or like the youth right of like women 
then you have like the motherhood, right? And mm-hmm. then you have the hag, yes. I think, or is like the old lady, the, the maiden, elder, the yes, mother, the maiden, the mother, and the crone, and the crone. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, I was like, I can't remember the names, but I know what they like <laughs> represent. <laughs> so from the maiden, mother, and crone, they also have the three moon phases of the waxing crescent. Uh, which is the maiden, the full moon, which is the mother, and the waning crescent, which is the crone. Mm-hmm. And then when you have the new moon, that's rebirth, right? Death. Yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Death and birth all yeah. all in one They're nice together. little bunder. Yeah. One bunder. Um, I don't know why I'm saying bunder. I meant bundle. That's fine. All in one bundle. <laughs> <laughs> so different witches can actually assign different goddesses for each aspect of the triple goddess if they wanted to. Okay. So not all of them are the same. Yeah. But a common choice for many witches is actually Hecate from the Greek pantheon. Okay. Um, she'll appear younger or older to a witch throughout the three phases of her life as it coincides with that witch's life. Fucking so So like cool. she'll, she'll, she'll age grow with, with you. you. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> so cool. Um, Could you imagine like from like the time you were like a maiden, you were in that maiden phase of your life and then you're like at this elder witch yeah. and it's like this like it's like an old friend. You're like, hey, buddy. Yeah. Like you grew up together. <laughs> yeah. Like, wild, right? Yeah. Age together. Cool. So super cool. Common offerings for Hecate will be um, eggs representing fertility, garlic, honey, honey. croissants, and crescent-shaped bread and pastries representing the moon. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Candles, incense, images of dogs, and especially black dogs. Okay. And actions on behalf of dogs. So if you wanted to worship Hecate in a way that's non-physical you can definitely make a donation to an animal shelter in her name or yeah. adopt a black dog and yeah. kind of work with dogs yeah do so yeah super cool yeah. super cool i love me some dogs so <laughs> it's my dream to own a fucking rescue one day i want to have a pibble a pibble a, pibble, a pibble rescue. rescue yeah i have, a, have all my little pibbles oh, <laughs> babies <laughs> up next we've got dionysus which is the Greek god of wine, winemaking. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of cultivation. Guy. Heck yeah. Fertility, ritual madness. Ritual madness. <laughs> cool. Theater and religious ecstasy. Okay. He is actually the last of the 12 gods to arrive on Mount Olympus. And some common offerings for Dionysus include wait, like, listen to this fucking list. It's incredible. <laughs> I like want to know this person. Yeah. <laughs> this deity yes yeah this wine, is your deity <laughs> wine or mead or any alcohol really like yeah. alcohol check honeyed milk apples mm. honey in general sweet meats or fruits olive oil dedicated sexual activities <laughs> grapes pine figs frankincense musk intoxicants of most varieties all right Ivy, snake, leopard, and bull-shaped items such as figurines. Okay. Wheat and barley, like things used used to make alcohol. Yeah, yeah. And then roses of any color. Oh, so wow. Dionysus is a god of many, uh, many, many things. things. <laughs> yeah, because like some like when you first started that list, I was like, oh yeah, I can see how these like correlate to one another. And then all of a sudden, I was like, no, I'm lost. <laughs> just everything, <laughs> everything, but certain things all at the same yeah. time. Like the the snake or the bulls figurine, yeah, snake, I, leopard, and bull figurine. I'm like, fuck, why phallic? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> here's the thing, right? Like a phallic is or a snake is typically pretty phallic. Bulls got balls. Yeah, and leopards are typically poised in that way where they're arching arching yeah yeah i yeah maybe i I associate all that with phallic symbols right okay (laughs) there you go you found the correlation because i was like i got you what (laughs) because he's he is you know the god of ecstasy yeah he's a sex god man he loves some sex sex god sex god (laughs) okay taking a darker turn we've got anubis (laughs) (laughs) we went from sex god to anubis (laughs) nice Fine. fucking excellent hit most of the pantheons here <laughs> a little little this little yeah. that spice of life holly <laughs> just wetting your whistle okay <laughs> we'll go more in depth than the individual pantheons i mean we've already gone in depth on anubis before but yes yeah maybe with um we'll do a little bit more in the future probably oh for sh- absolutely we will so anubis is most commonly known for being the egyptian god of the underworld mm-hmm um, and he's also the ruler of death, mummification, embalming, the afterlife, 
cemeteries and tombs yeah he's the god that's often depicted as a man with the head of a canine yes right yep so various offering offerings for anubis are beer wine death themed toys and figurines <laughs> what here's a guillotine <laughs> Well, here's like a little skeleton. Oh, okay. A little, little mummy toy. Oh, right? Jesus. Yeah, I guess. Um, Cypress oil. Skeletons. Don't know where I would get that. <laughs> same, same shop that you'd get Vervain. <laughs> mm, probably cost a fortune. I, you could pay me a million dollars. Some strong incense. So like especially like myrrh, cedarwood, frankincense. Fair. Myrrh has a pungent smell. It smells strong. Yeah. yeah. And then you got some spicy food okay. and some dark and bitter chocolate. Oh, I love this. Dark is, this is what Anubis likes. There were these things. So. I mean, I am kind of on the same page as Anubis. Yeah, right? Like funny I love spicy foods. Yeah. First of all, spicy food. Check. Beer and wine. Yep. That's all of me. Right. Skeleton figurines. I love skeletons. I love that, right. I love it. Like <laughs> funny story. Just super quickly off Do tangent. It. But so my dad came over the other day and you know how I have like my i keep my like coffee ground yeah. like my coffee in that skeleton uh container mm-hmm. so my dad came over this was a while ago before christmas and he's like oh you still got your halloween decorations up and i was like what it's an all the time decoration dad. right yeah so he's like i have you, have you just got this and i was like no like that's my year round thing yeah. that i keep my coffee in not for Halloween. And my dad's like it's got skeletons on it and so? i just wanted to look at him and be like so our house is filled with all of this like horror themed shit and my dad's like why why would you have this and i was like dad you have an issue with the dancing skeletons but i literally have like this like, like the, frankenstein movie posters yes, and shit all like, over my house. literally on my dishwasher is a fridge magnet of Ghostface, and Ghostface is the character from scream the movie scream yeah right so i have a i have a fridge magnet of Ghostface ripping the intestines out of a human being as a magnet on my fridge but you have a problem with the cute dancing skeletons oh lord i was like what What? (laughs) yeah i was like i not i was like this is this is the hill we're dying on not right (laughs) (laughs) all right and my final deity here is freya so i love me some freya i love freya um freya is a norse goddess famous for her fondness of love fertility beauty and fine material possessions um freya presides over the afterlife realm volkpang according to the one old norse poem she chooses half of the warriors slain in battle to dwell there oh so the other half i think goes go to odin okay um freya is the archetype of the vulva okay yeah sounds sounds like like what it is yeah Volva, a professional or semi-professional practitioner of the Seder, which is Norse magic and oh, shamanism cool. concerned with discerning the course of fate. Oh, wow. Cool. So Odin was a very gifted Seder as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was actually she, though, who first brought this art to the gods. Wow. It's Isn't always cool? the women that bring cool shit up, and but we never get the fucking... <laughs> We never get the praise we deserve. <laughs> so some offerings for Freya will include honey, mead, flowers, love songs, Aww. poetry, jewelry, um, perfume, ale, apples, barley, yeah. pork, mm. and the feeding of stray or feral cats, Aww. as well as adopting cats and treating them well. Oh, well, good job, Polly. <laughs> Thanks. I'm already <laughs> worshiping Freya. I don't even know it. <laughs> Um, so these are just some of the many deities out there for worshiping. Yeah. If one of those kind of sounds interesting to you, but you're not fully interested, get into their pantheon. Yes. See what else is out there. Get into it. See if it's for you. Yeah. If it's not for you, that's also totally fine. Yeah. Your craft is your own craft. No one can tell you how to practice it. Absolutely. Yeah. Plus, if you're just interested in learning about them, like go through and learn about them. Yeah. Why not? Exactly. Because Do your I'll own tell you, research, get into it. I'll tell you this, like Greek mythology, I definitely, I got into Greek mythology yeah. heavily and it wasn't for any type of deity worship. It wasn't for like religious purposes. It was only because they had the coolest fucking stories, yeah. the coolest yep. stories. And I loved reading them. They were almost like um, what I would... Uh, 
make equivalent to like fairy tales, if yeah. you will. Like they were just really cool stories about these people, if you will. Yeah. When I was obviously like younger, I would read all of these and they were just like really crazy cool stories. Right. Yeah. And I loved them. Absolutely. Right. Plus, like I found that like in Greek mythology as well, women had a really strong place in Greek mythology, which is like unusual to everything else I read where I was like, look, all these badass women. There's a lot of badass women in Greek mythology. So there many. Is. Fucking so definitely. many. Dude, there are women that put Zeus in his place and they're like, fucking no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the God of gods. Okay. And then I have one little thing here. It's, yeah off of one of my sources which was scald's keep okay um it'll be linked in the show notes he mm -hmm. had a lot of really great resources about just norse uh deity work interesting um but one of his kind of q a's he's been asked before is how can i tell the difference between clear senses and mental illness oh. so clear senses is like hearing voices seeing things stuff like that mm -hmm. how can you kind of discern when when it's healthy when it's unhealthy makes sense right? yeah um what a good thing to bring up i i thought it would be because there's you know there have been times where people would see something and other people are like oh well you're seeing this god and then it's like actually no it's just my friggin schizophrenia yes like, yeah <laughs> yeah i just needed to be put on medication thanks anyways yeah <laughs> <laughs> But there are people that when they work with deities, they will see a physical manifestation of them. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really important to kind of be able to determine what is what, what. it is. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it'll depend on the sy symptoms and, and experiences and how your clear senses manifest. Yeah. And we can't really give a comprehensive guide on discerning the clear senses. No, no, no. Um, from mental illness. However, what, they recommend doing is a mental health check-in with yourself as you continue in with deity work. Yep. Is deity work interfering with your day-to-day -day life? Is it causing you distress, anxiety, confusion, or disruption in any way? Yeah. And are you having a hard time with discernment in general? Yeah. Are right? you having a hard are time you... telling reality from... Exactly. Yeah. How are you struggling with your intuition right now? Stuff like that. Think about that. And if your practice is giving you greater distress than not, it's a good time to set some boundaries with it. As intriguing as deity work is, your mental health should come first. Absolutely. And with that being said, I think it's well known that the quality of a witch's craft can be directly correlated with the strength of their mind. Yes. Right? So not all mental health issues are that of spirituality and it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. And it's important to seek help from professionals when needed. Oh, Right. If we are advocates <laughs> of anything on this podcast, it is mental health. Absolutely. And that there is no shame. There is no question. You know what? I'm going to put it out there. If anybody is struggling with mental health in any way, Talk do to us. not hesitate to reach out to us in yeah. any way, shape or form. I'm trained in, in crisis intervention, man. Come yeah. Honestly, like, Holly is message. probably one of the best people to talk to. And I'll put it out there like I was having issues with mental health like a year and a half or so ago. Right there, yeah. And you were like the person I reached out to asking for resources. If you want a non-judgmental ear to listen, yep. I am here. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And I mean like you have been so honest and open about like coming from a family who has struggled with mental health issues. Yeah. I have had my own mental health issues that I am currently working on and yeah. which is why I started this whole journey into witchcraft was Absolutely. to help me clear my senses, if you will, yep. and, and grasp. Yeah. So I, putting it out there, if anybody's struggling with mental health in any way, shape or form and you just want somebody to tell you that it's okay uh, to seek help, reach out. Yeah. Honestly. Talk to me. I'm yeah. here for it. Um. Actually, one of my favorite quotes uh, is from Karen Kilgare from mm -hmm. My Favorite Murder. And it's, if you can't make your own serotonin, store-bought is fine. <laughs> yes. I've heard <laughs> you say that so many times. And it's, it's true. true. It is. It's like, <sighs> if your brain doesn't... Like, here's the thing. If you have diabetes and your body does not make insulin... It's fine to, to go and it's buy encouraged. it. It's, it's encouraged. Yeah, to because go you're going to die if you exactly. don't. And, and mental health issues are not treated the same way, and they should be because it is detrimental to people's physical health. 
in return. Yeah. And not only does it affect you, but it affects the people around you. As much as sometimes you might think that you're alone in mental health, you're not. No. Because every, it affects every aspect of your life thereafterwards. So exactly. Just something, I think this was such a great thing to bring up in this because I'll tell you this, like if I wasn't very, very certain that I am a-okay with telling the difference between reality and what I see during meditation, what I saw in my last meditation would scare the shit would out of you. Scare the shit out yeah, of me. Absolutely. Would absolutely scare the shit out of me. But I am super thankful that my mental health is not in any way, shape, or form related to like hallucinations or or anything in, uh, of no. that matter. My yeah. my mental health is absolutely like anxiety and depression. So I'm very very certain that what I see in meditation or what I hear or feel in meditation is absolutely non mental health related. But yep. it is a great point to bring up because... Because it's not always that cut and dry. It is not always that obvious. No, it isn't. So. And, and you might be putting this like very scary band-aid over a much larger issue yep. that you are now calling, you know, religious exactly. intervention. Because I have met... There are, there are people that I have met in my life who are devout Christians who have said that you know, God has spoken through them or worked through them in some way, shape or form. And then when they explain it to me, I'm like, bro, that is bipolar disorder. Yeah. You're not having having mental health struggles. Yeah. 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 God is not hiding in the walls of your home, talking to you through outlets. I promise you that that's a mental health issue. Exactly. So (laughs) yeah, but yeah, it's not always easy to determine that. So, and it's okay. It's okay to kind of go see a, see a therapist or talk to a a psychologist. Yeah. It's okay for that. Yeah. To not be okay. Yeah. hundred not dude. Go like if you're struggling, go focus on your mental health and then you can come back to witchcraft anytime. Yes. Your mental health will not get better ignoring it. No, it won't. Right. And again, like we've always said, you can believe in witchcraft and you can work through witchcraft and you can try and heal yourself through witchcraft, but Western medicine and science and, and, doctors and psychologists and psychotherapists are there for a reason exactly you can exactly. they are not mutually exclusive and they can work in tandem yeah with exactly. one another <laughs> i myself see a psychiatrist yep and there's nothing wrong with that. every two weeks and i also practice witchcraft and i'll tell you it's the best thing i ever fucking did yeah so <laughs> it's perfect yeah i love my doctor i'm a very strong advocate <laughs> for seeking mental health and and t- just even talking to someone that's yeah. unbiased and non-judgmental yeah yeah so yeah (laughs) excellent excellent idea to bring that up because i think it's important to uh to know the difference between divine intervention and mental health breaks yeah (laughs) Yeah. and that's okay yeah absolutely we all have those moments (laughs) we do yeah nobody is perfect no and the thing is is your mind is fucking powerful oh yeah it if anything is going to trick you it will be yourself yeah right how many times did you have it as a kid where you turn the lights off and you bolt your ass up those stairs and jump into bed because you <laughs> think i still do that yeah exactly I don't, I don't like leaving my basement light <laughs> yeah but that's what i mean that's your mind playing yeah. tricks on you or like I, I i our brains are trained to find patterns and things and one thing that we can find patterns is all the time is faces. So like sometimes yeah. you will see faces and things and it's because your brain is trained to do it. Yeah. Or you can read words that are missing letters because your brain is trained. So your brain is literally trained to play tricks on you. Exactly. And you just have to be able to know when it's healthy and unhealthy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah that's all i've got for for awesome. base introduction of deity work kind of like a deity work 101 real quick here i love it you know what i think this is going to open the door for us to really start talking about these pantheons and really dive into them that's what i thought yeah i thought uh, yeah. this would be the greatest way to kind of i know i already did egyptian gods but this was a really great way to kind of introduce it as a concept i think yeah and then and how you can actually incorporate these different deities that we're going to talk about and these mm-hmm. y- these different gods that we can talk about and you can relate it back to your craft and 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 working with them exactly yeah super cool dude this was a really cool episode thank you hell yeah i i put some effort into bow, this bow, one bow, 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 bow. So. <laughs> you can tell i use so many sources <laughs> 
I could tell by the vernacular you used in this episode. <laughs> I loved it. It was really great. It was really, really great. <laughs> all awesome. of my all of my sources will be linked in our show notes as always. Yeah. Um there were quite a few. I had many tabs open as I was working on this. And it was like I was hopping from tab to tab to tab. <laughs> this person says this this person says that oh, okay meld yeah. them together yeah <laughs> how do i interpret this and yeah so i'm sorry if it sounded like i was repeating myself a few times there it was um no it was great like it great, was great perfect. honestly i don't think you repeated yourself at all i will find out when i edit yeah <laughs> i guess eh? and then i won't repeat myself because i'll delete it because <laughs> i'll delete it yeah well that's even like when we were talking to kaylee and, and she uh we were talking about editing and uh she had said to us there's been a few times where she was like i had no idea that there was like two hours worth of content and you cut it all down it sounded like you just talked all the way through and i'm like oh no 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 as any if there are other podcasters listening as you all know (laughs) all right everyone that's all we have this week yeah um make sure that you send in your spooky stories yes we need more about your stories tell us about your deity work tell us about whatever honestly just send us something send yeah. us something send us something yeah we have lots <laughs> of ways for you guys to connect with us you don't have to send it on gmail if you don't want to type out an email like nah, nah. we just made we're just trying to make it easier for ourselves so that we're not checking five thousand different things so but we'll figure it out don't worry about it there just reach out to us we'll even be on the episode if you listen through Spotify, if you scroll down on that episode, you should be able to put in a spooky story there as well. Yes. Yeah. So we'll figure it out. Yeah. We will get notified in some way, shape or form. There are two of us that will <laughs> we'll find it. Don't we're you always worry. checking our, our uh, social media accounts. Yeah, we're totally self-absorbed. So don't worry about it. <laughs> I am attached to my phone. <laughs> I am it's not. Fine. I am fucking terrible no, with my she, phone. Felicia won't Felicia won't get your email, but I will. <laughs> I'll find it. I'm I'll, good with email. I'm I'll good with email, email and then I'll text you and be like, hey, look, we got an email. Yeah. Fair. I'm <laughs> terrible. Thing that happened with that first one. I'm terrible. I love you guys. I'm just I suck with my phone. I suck <laughs> ass with my it's phone. Okay, we all do. And I'm trying to get better. But I just suck. But anyways, yeah, if you guys want to reach out to us in any way, you can follow us on Facebook at What Up Witches Podcast, on Instagram at What Up Witches Pod, on Twitter at What Up Witches, or on our Gmail at What Up Witches Podcast at gmail.com. Whoop, 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 whoop. All right, guys, <laughs> thanks so much for everything, and don't forget to stay spooky. Bye.